When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. It's time for our instant reaction to week 18 in the NFL which of course started with a bang, Sam, the Buffalo Bills, with a kickoff return for a touchdown on the very first play. Unbelievable start after such an emotional and crazy week around the NFL. Yeah, incredible start, incredible game for Buffalo. Obviously, they they had the risk that they were going to have some kind of emotional letdown um, off the back of the whole DeMar Hamlin thing. It certainly didn't happen for them. I think they were game all the way through that Patriots game. The kick return touchdowns were a huge difference maker in the game, but they kept on fighting. They kept on making plays themselves on offense and had a kind of kind of game we'd expect from Buffalo over the course of the season. So, yeah, huge game for them. And uh, there were a few, I think, really big, close, impactful games that, that had playoff implications. All right. Yeah. In- incredible performance by the Bills, you know, showing the- their resiliency uh, this week. Let's go. Let's go through the AFC. Right. So the the Chiefs on Saturday essentially locked up the number one overall seed. The Bills are going to be number two with their win over the Patriots. New England gets knocked out of the playoff picture due to their loss. And uh, in Miami's win. Right. Miami sneaks in at the seven seed with a nine to six win over the Jets. Skyler. T- What's that? 11 to 6. Don't forget. 11 to the, 6. Uh, I'm sorry. I forgot safety. about the forgot about the late safety. 9 to 6 is just this pure football game. Like I root for a good 9 to 6 or a 6 to 3 score. But yeah, 11 to 6. The the, the Dolphins sneak in as the 7 seed. So they're going to go to Buffalo next week. It was a it was an ugly game, but after all that Miami's gone through this season, they're going to sneak into the playoffs. We'll see if it's I doubt that it's Tua Tagovailoa coming back for the playoffs with the head injury, but we'll see what happens this week. Teddy Bridgewater with the broken finger could be Skylar Thompson, but either way, Miami's the team that sneaks in as the seven seed over the Steelers who won by the way, and over the Patriots again, who uh, had a chance to get in with the win, but lost to Buffalo. Yeah. The Steelers didn't get into the playoffs, but they did get Mike Tomlin, his winning record for the season, which means his record of never having had a losing season for Pittsburgh remains intact. Like he's had one with duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph as the quarterback He's had a winning season now with um, Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett as the quarterbacks. They were two and six and now starting a quarterback or rookie quarterback that nobody else wanted. And yet he still managed to come out of this with a winning record. So, okay, didn't quite make the postseason, but still a hell of an achievement for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Yeah, it resulted in Miami making it. And I think Miami were the team that are most interesting in the playoffs but all of that might be completely different if they can't start a viable quarterback. Like 
Tua within this offense is obviously capable of taking it to completely different places than either of the other guys are. Um, we assume that they're not going to put Tua back out there after multiple concussions this season, but who knows now that they have that extra week and you know who knows what the, the doctors are going to say. And if he is medically cleared, I, I don't know if they won't put him back out there, but the prospect of Teddy Bridgewater, a quarterback makes the Dolphins less exciting than Tua, the prospect of Skylar Thompson, a quarterback makes them even less exciting than the less exciting Teddy Bridgewater. So theoretically, yes. Miami in the playoffs is fun. The, pract- the practical reality of that, maybe not so much. Yeah, when Tua was at the helm, you know, four or five weeks ago, not only did they go into Buffalo on that Saturday night and give them a great game, but they looked like a team, the Dolphins, that if they snuck in as a six or a seven, that they'd be tough, you know, tough for a team like the Bills, the Bengals, maybe the Chiefs, if that was who they faced. So we'll see what ends up happening there. The Bengals took care of business against the Ravens. That sets up a rematch for next week, and the, and the big question's going to be similar, right? Are we going to see Tyler Huntley out there for the Ravens, or are we finally going to see Lamar Jackson? He hasn't practiced in over a month. Obviously, if Lamar Jackson is back, it's a much more attractive matchup for Bengals and Ravens, but Lamar hasn't practiced. He hasn't run. He hasn't done anything in a month. Even if he does come back healthy, how rusty is he going to be coming out for that first playoff game? So I I think early on, it looks like we're going to see Bill's Bengals probably in Buffalo two weeks, you know, in two weeks for that uh, divisional round for the AFC. Yeah, the, I think everyone's just been assuming all along that if the Ravens make it to the playoffs, Lamar Jackson will be coming back. But who knows? Again, that becomes dramatically less interesting if Lamar Jackson is not the quarterback. Um, we also have Jacksonville got their way in there. They were the team that took the winner-take-all from the Saturday night game in the AFC South. Jacksonville was the team that ended up getting it done. They didn't do it the easy way. Tennessee really put up a battle. It looked like they were the ones that were going to defy the odds and Joshua Dobbs was going to take a team to the playoffs. And then ultimately Jacksonville was able to get it done at the end. So Trevor Lawrence adds his list or name to the list of AFC quarterbacks that we're, we should hopefully get to see. That's what we're talking about right now. The NFL playoff picture. It's all locked in. And my go-to place for wildcard round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of wildcard round this weekend. That's right, three days of wildcard round. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PFF. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, that Chargers-Jaguars matchup, I know that the Jags crushed the Chargers back in week four, but it's a different Chargers team. Hopefully Mike Williams will, will be back. He just got injured in this game where the Chargers played their starters despite having the number five seed locked in. But we got Justin Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence, a fascinating matchup, four versus five seed, where the winner likely goes to Kansas City. Just the odds, likely goes to Kansas City in the second round. On the NFC side, the Eagles get the, the bye, so they earn the number one seed. One of the big stories here is the Cowboys looking terrible in a game that they were trying to win. They couldn't even complete a pass. Dak Prescott ends 14 for 37. They go to Tampa Bay next week as the five seed to take on the Bucs. Yeah, the top three seeds, right? All one. The ones that were sort of vying for the, the top seeding, Philadelphia, Minnesota, San Francisco, they all won. So effectively stayed as was, um, which means the Vikings will be playing the New York Giants, who were locked in and therefore rested pretty much everybody of consequence. So 
you know, Minnesota ends up going from they had an outshot, outside shot at the number one seed a few weeks ago to now they're in number three. But that actually for them works out pretty well because they end up with the Giants. I think they would be reasonably happy with that, again, pending what happens with this uh, seventh seed tonight, the, the final game on Sunday night between Detroit and Green Bay. Um, but yeah, I think those three teams all handle business relatively comfortably. The Niners might be the hottest team out of any any in the NFC, but only because the Eagles were a little sloppy down the stretch. A couple losses didn't exactly dominate you know, against the Giants today, despite the Giants playing their backups. But uh, the Niners go in as the two seed. They will play the Packers if they win Sunday Night Football or the Seahawks if the Lions can pull the upset against the Packers. The Seahawks just won in overtime against the Rams. A crazy finish with the running into the kicker call a missed field goal at the end of the game for the Seahawks to go to the playoffs, but they got another shot in overtime. Baker Mayfield hauls up an arm punt. Quandre Diggs picks it off in overtime. And uh, Kenneth Walker does a lot of the damage along with Geno Smith down the stretch to get Seattle into field goal range for, uh, for the game winner. So the Seahawks waiting for this Lions Packers game to see if they can make the playoffs. And then we also have to talk about one of the most consequential games of the weekend that had no playoff implications. The Houston Texans end up winning again against Indianapolis 32-31, which takes them out of the number one overall pick, hands it to Chicago, and potentially changes certainly the entire top of the draft, but the, the fortunes of franchises going forward. I mean, the last time the number one overall pick in the draft was traded, the team trading down got a couple of firsts, a couple of seconds, a couple of thirds. Um, this is a potential haul handed to the Chicago Bears for no reason, <laughs> for no reason Huge. other than the Texans decided they wanted to win today. Look, I understand the reasoning some people have said too. It's it, There isn't a Trevor Lawrence like slam dunk. We know this is the number one overall pick. There's not a an Andrew Luck or, you know, it's, there's not a, like you could still get the second best quarterback and, and be happy here. But the Texans just lose that leverage of being able to pick their guy and they hand the Bears all this leverage. To your point, I mean, look, I know people are already screaming at me for suggesting the fact that the Bears could pick their quarterback of choice, get that full rookie contract, maybe trade Justin Fields. They could pick Will Anderson, whoever they think the best defensive player is, or they could trade down, as you said. I think the Bears have so much leverage here. And in their building, they should be talking about all this stuff. They should be putting all those options on the table. If they do stick with Justin Fields and trade down, though, it could be a franchise-defining day for the Bears just by losing while the Texans won, like you said, to move to the number two pick. And it also opens up the possibility that a team like the Colts could be the one to leapfrog the Texans for the quarterback that they want. The Colts are now at four. So, yeah, today that Houston going for two to win was, uh, you know, franchise-defining either for good or for bad. And, you know, the, the Colts messing up a chance to – knock the ball away in the first place in the end zone. Like they could have, they could have stopped that tying score. I mean, ultimately this could be a win for the Colts, right? I mean, they lost the game. Jeff Saturday didn't win a game down the stretch after starting one and oh, but for the Colts takes the Texans out of the number one pick and actually gives them an opportunity to maybe trade up to one to get the quarterback that they want. If that's what they want. So yeah, always exciting week 18. The playoff picture is almost ready to go. We got Packers Lions still to go here, but as always, we'll have the full recap tomorrow morning on the PFF NFL podcast. But for now, it's our instant reactions for Week 18 here on the PFF NFL podcast.